It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Cole Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Hey, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. And I'm Vanessa Ragland. Thank you guys for coming here today on the so internet. It's nice for us to be together like this. It sure is. Intimate. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are very excited for this episode. First yes. of all, it's our 75th episode. Ooh, I looked it up. It's the diamond anniversary. We wonder about that later on in the podcast, but right now, just FYI, you can send diamonds to <laughs> info at com. Please send us your blood diamonds. <laughs> and, uh, no, not blood diamonds. Oh, those are bad, Adam Just Kai. regular clean ones. Uh, so we have a very exciting guest yes. today. Super awesome. She As, is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and we do giveaways Whoop. sometimes on our show. Uh, we got our lovely guest, Felicia Day. Who, uh, She's we'll just as beautiful on the inside as the outside. That's oh, right. I love her. Uh, she has signed a DVD of Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. If you'd like to potentially own that signed DVD. And who wouldn't? Yeah, go to our uh, our website, popmyculturepodcast.com, when this episode goes up. Uh, leave in the comment section your answer to the first question, which uh, if you listen to the podcast, you'll know what that is. And we pick our favorite. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you might possibly have that DVD coming your way. Yeah. Uh, we are uh, pretty much completely listener-supported, except for a stray sponsor here and there. Yeah. Uh, so if you like the show and you'd like to uh, donate, there's a donate button on our website. Pomaculturepodcast.com. That's right. And we do give shout outs on the air to people who have donated. So we do have a couple of thank yous we'd like to do now. And yeah. uh, I'm very excited that one of our old, old friends of the podcast uh, actually stopped by to get their parking validated, which is weird because we don't do that. Uh, but they're here. So let me just uh, bring them in here. Uh, Beefaroni. Ah. Hey, Beef. Did you stamp my ticket? I, I, I wrote on the back of it, but we okay, don't really... Okay, that'll work. Okay. Uh, hey, Beef, would you mind helping us out? Uh, do some thank yous to some I listeners? Oh mind. All right, great. Uh, first up is Scott. Scott. Thank you, Mr. Scott. Can I see a picture of him? I don't, I don't have a picture of him. I can picture him. I like him. Hi, Scott. All right, thanks, Scott. You can follow me on Twitter at Beefaroni. Are you are you on Twitter yet, Beef? I don't know how to do it, but I'll, I think I would like it. I'll help you set up an account. Okay. Okay, great. I'll try to do a good job. All right. Well, oh, it's, a, it's about being funny. Don't just link to kitten pictures. Can I link to Hangman? If you, if you want to. Oh. All right. Two I want to be think. on Twitter. All right, Beef. Uh, let's thank Tracy. Thank you, Miss Tracy. You're so nice. If you ever want me to do a favor for you, I will do every favor for you. And uh, finally, Jake. Jake, you remind me of a boy I like a lot. His name is Jake. That's why you remind me of him. Thank Beef, you. Don't- don't climb up there. That's that's high. Don't. I don't mind. Yeah, Beefaroni, get down from there. Get down from there, Beefaroni. Oh my oh. gosh! Well, that was sad. That was weird. We'll clean her up later. Yeah, exactly. Ah, beef. All right. Uh, a couple other housekeeping <laughs> things before we uh, get to our wonderful guest, Felicia. Uh, we, uh, if you like the show, yes, uh, go to iTunes, leave us a review. We love them, and that helps us get featured, and it helps us in our goal to. To be better. <laughs> also, you can uh, you can email us at info at popmyculturepodcast.com. We will reply to everything. Yep. If you just want to say hi or give us your thoughts or whatever, and hey, how about this? I'll throw this out there. If there's somebody you'd like to hear on Pop My Culture Podcast, oh, yeah. we're always looking for suggestions and yep. diversifying our lineup of awesome guests. So uh, feel free to email us some people you'd like to hear on. Yeah. Keep in mind, we are in Los Angeles. So if your person is an English soccer star, it might be a little harder for us to But we uh, can make on. it happen. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but feel free to ethic. send us in some suggestions. Yes. We love that. that. Um, And also, just FYI, I'm still running for uh, Leukemia Lymphoma Society Woman of the Year, and I'm running in honor of my writing partner and her family who... Um, five years ago, both her husband and her daughter were diagnosed with leukemia in the same year. Um, her daughter's cancer free, but her husband, who's also my good friend, Tim, uh, is still living with cancer. And so I've been doing this big campaign. We did a benefit, which was amazing, a comedy benefit. Um, there's been so many fun ways to be involved, but if you go to popmyculturepodcast.com, you can see a link there to my campaign. And I'm just trying to raise as much money as possible to help the fight against cancer. That's and you right. can also direct donations on the website. Just leave a note um, if it's for LLS instead of for the podcast. And it's a tax write-off. It's such a tax write-off. So there's always that. <laughs> uh, let's get to our uh, awesome guest, shall yes, we? Yes, let's Here take we me away. Go. 
Our guest today, you know her from, well, the internet. She's the star of The Guild, Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog, and the new Geek and Sundry site, which uh, launched on YouTube on April 2nd. Felicia Day is here. Hello. Hey, girl. Hey, what up? Nothing. What up with you? It's a redhead calling. Yeah, that's what's happening. (laughs) We've just been talking about our hair color today. I know, but I like your hair. It's fluffy. yours, too. Yours looks really soft. It's not. It's not really clean. (laughs) <laughs> I like that about it. Really? Yeah, the, you're the a wild woman. Wire, wiry oil. <laughs> <laughs> Just call it tousled. It's tousled. a tousled look. Love you. Love you. <laughs> Hollywood tousling. Um, we're so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I love your office slash a bodet. Uh, I may yeah. live here. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, nice. I mean, it's a studio. It's a studio. It's a real studio in the heart of the Hollywood who? It is. I can see hills from the window. There Isn't are, that enough? It's all you need in this world. Any kind of landscape elevation. It's yeah. like SimCity where you just lift, <laughs> lift the landscape. That was a smooth SimCity reference. I just pull them out all the time. Whoa. You're good at what you do. Yes. I see why you're the queen. Mm. Well, this is the, the new Sims podcast. <laughs> they did announce a new SimCity. <laughs> so. Sims podcast. They should Sims. do that. Everybody has a podcast. Why are you? You, you start a podcasting network mm-hmm. with other Sims. But then don't you just have a podcast? Yeah. Well, no, your Sims have a podcast. You, you have a... Oh, it's a it's a meta-meta podcast. Yeah. You, just, you, you make your Sims and you give them whatever podcast. The, the Sims only just right. spend all the time peeing. They spend like... <laughs> right? If you look at the clock, when they go in the restroom and the hours they spend in that restroom to do what they need to do in there, it's like half the day. What are these Sims doing? They're very inefficient. Well, but see, that'll made. be great because most of the other Sims are in the bathroom listening to their bathroom podcast oh. and they can identify with it. Ooh, so it's, a, it's not even just a podcast. It's a bathroom podcast, which For is a subset. Sims. Yeah. And it overlaps the time they're in the bathroom. So they can be multitasking. They Whoa. could be, in fact. We should definitely Whoa, do a, a Venn diagram. Mr. Sim, I presume, <laughs> because we just made you a million dollars. Yeah, Gary Sims is the guy who came up with it. Yeah. He's just sitting in this, oh, that's a good idea. All right, hey, hey, get the kids on that. <laughs> Crank it out on the internet. I'm pretty familiar with computer programming, so I know how the office looks. <laughs> Stacks of paper everywhere, cigars. <laughs> I think that's it, right? <laughs> Quick, get me someone who knows DOS. Pronto. <laughs> zero, zero, one, zero, zero, one. Everyone who knows DOS is dead. It's that, it's that old. <laughs> <laughs> then dig some guy out who's like a shut-in, lives in his basement. He keeps yeah. catching, go to, return to 10. <laughs> over and over again. Oh, dear Lord. All right, there's something very important we need to talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. Before very we important. get into, you know, your what? career, we have Super something important. big on our minds. So Snooki, as we mm-hmm. know, is pregnant. With humans, was not aware. She's pregnant, pregnant with a human. With a human person, we think. Is it a pumpkin? It's an orange it's pumpkin, pumpkin, isn't it? It's a it's small, tiny pumpkin. little pumpkin baby. <laughs> with so, so much hair, she's due to hatch her pumpkin pretty soon. <laughs> wow! Well, so but gross. in order to practice, uh, her and her Jersey Shore castmate JWoww have been walking around out in public with baby dolls, pretending smart. that they're real babies, like wrapped up in... Is this J-Wow a person? J-Wow's it's a person. It's another human. It's another and person. is it the father of the human? It's no, a it's woman a person. Oh, I'm so You not love hip. the Jersey Shore. I, you know, Why do you wear that shirt if you don't love the Jersey Shore? I, She's wearing this shirt that says, I love Jersey Shore. Oh, oh, is that what it is? <laughs> I can't read upside down. I thought it said, rub the yum Evil. That was good. Above average. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of my special skills. Um, no, you know, I, um, I, um, I do not talk a lot, of, a lot about celebrity or any of uh, the reality show stuff. My best attention to them is apathy. Yeah, I consider that's a good attention. That's a good place to be. But yeah. it just there's hilarious photographs of these two walking around. Why would they do that? Holding, uh, well, it's going to make you a good mom. You know, see, so you get used to carrying a child. <laughs> Isn't that what people do in high school? Though they yeah. have to hatch a chicken it, and take care of the chicken. Eggs. It should, should be, be an carrying egg. eggs around. Yes. Oh, that's what they should poor be doing. chickens. No chicken deserves that. Keep the baby doll. I love chickens. <laughs> Well, I'm afraid of them. Really? I, I'm, not, I'm not advocating like <laughs> carrying actual like live. It, you, it sounded to me like you just eggs. said let's let those people have some chickens. Yeah, those I don't. I have a problem with rooster legs. Ooh. They're not attractive, and please. they have spurs in them. Really, that's what I'm saying. They yeah. are very reptilic. Yeah. Oh, I've been uh, chased by roosters. I've been chased by a goose. Oh, gooses very, very, are the worst. Geese. If they had a, a ch- <laughs> if there was a rooster the size of a goose, I would never go outside. Gooster. A gooster. Oh, that would where be terrifying. Are you, science? Let's get on that. Wouldn't that be terrifying? Tracker Jacker's first next goosters. <laughs> 
four foot gooster <laughs> with the spurs? Yeah. No. We would actually be prey at that Ooh, point. That yeah, would, we would. That would I be think a that's huge... a dinosaur. I think a gooster is a real dinosaur. That's what the Hunger Games movie was missing. <laughs> gooster. It shouldn't have been those dogs. No, it should have been, been a gooster. Goosters. Yeah. <laughs> Yucky yuck. Ooh. What's that? Stuff I'm imagining that. <laughs> That's what happened. I got chased by geese too when I was little. I was feeding them bread when I was like five, and I ran out of bread. And when you run out you of do bread, do that. they don't compute. Oh, the little girl doesn't have bread anymore. You are you become a, a loaf of bread. Of yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I got chased under a Volvo. Everything ended up fine. <laughs> Well, that's a good. Bubbles offer nice protection. They're boxy. They're very boxy and and middle class. (laughs) Just like me. (laughs) I don't know you that well, but okay, I'll go. It's true. Just trust me. (laughs) I am the Volvo of people. It's not how, like, if people ask me to describe Vanessa Ragland, I wouldn't be like, well, she's boxy and middle class. Yeah. That's not where I would go. Oh, come on. If you had a minute, <laughs> you'd get there. You've got one minute. Go. Describe Vanessa Ragland. Uh, oh, uh, she's boxy. Uh, uh, how much time do we got? Middle class. Middle class. Middle class. Okay, uh, if she was a car. I don't want to be a Volvo. Oh, this is a great question. What kind of car would you be? What kind of car would I be? Yeah. I mean, I'd love, oh boy. I mean, I'd love to see, say I'm an Audi, like TT, you know, the Mm -hmm. little tiny coupes. Oh yeah. But I'm probably a Civic. No. Oh yeah. But a hybrid one with good attentions. I have a good heart. That's good. That's a really good answer. DeLorean? Yeah. Me? (laughs) No. Seems cool. No. I don't like the, have you ever touched a DeLorean? No. They have that sort of stainless steel matte thing. I like that you've touched them. I don't like (laughs) the texture. Have you ever touched a DeLorean? Have you ever? Never have I ever. That's like so a, if you have an a nerdy bachelorette party. Yeah. Your ex-boyfriends, who have you dated? A DeLorean, an Audi, a oh Lamborghini? My gosh. I wish. Gross. Guys, let's play MASH right now. Two cards you want, two cards you don't want. Oh, I forgot about that. How can you forget about MASH? I don't know what MASH is. What is that? MASH is this game you play when you're a kid where... On paper. You Yeah, you go on paper and you... Uh, at the top, it says M A S H, which stands for Mansion Apartment sh- Shack Hut. Maybe I don't remember what it's. Um, and then you ask the person that you're playing, like, like two guys you like, two guys you don't like, or two girls you like, two girls you don't like, two cars you want, two cars you don't want, and you fill two in high this numbers, hole. two low numbers, and then you start to draw, and then they tell you when to stop, and that's like a number I four. So you, you start going, you start going through, and you start crossing things off until there's one left in each. It tells category. your fortune. So then you're like, oh, why you're don't we do this right now? A, okay, let's do it. Do you, you remember how, Colm? Yeah, I totally I mean, do. You do this weekly, right? This is your bar game. <laughs> All the time. This is you at, like, uh, the vodka bar. He's really good at drawing. Right. Wow, right, look at go. this. Felicia, uh, okay. two two boys you like, two boys you don't like. Okay, um, I'm going to do theoretical boys. Yep. Okay. I would say George Clooney Great. and Lord Darcy from Pride and Prejudice. Oh, hells yes. And uh, two boys I don't like would be Ernest Borgnine oh, and um, the Hulk. And what about that guy that I think is Ernest Borgnine? Wait, is that Ernest Borgnine? Remember how I can't remember? Yeah, but Who's the 2D? Victor Borga. Oh, Victor Borga. Two different people. Two different people. Victor uh, Borga right. makes, is a comedy pianist. Two D pianist. Two cars you like, two cars you don't Okay, like. the Audi TT. And I, I also like that um, little, uh, the, the really tall VW, the really tall one. The, the one that has like the double decker. Is it oh, called yeah. Sky? That What's one. it called? We know. saw it at the place. Yeah, it. you're like, why yeah. is that so tall? Yeah. That one. Okay. We'll okay. Know. We'll figure that yeah. name out later. Two, two, two cars like. I don't like. Is it like an F-150 Ford pickup Whoa. truck? And um, and I don't like Rolls Royces <gasps> because a man once cut me off in one. Really? And That's I have enough. a hatred for the rich. <laughs> okay. Two high numbers and two low numbers. Two high numbers. High as in like what? You'll see. Oh. Okay. <laughs> high number would be 319, which is yeah. my lucky number. Um, and a thousand because it's even, and okay. you can put eyes in there, so it's a three eyed cool. monster. Could be boobs looking at each other. Could be, could be. Well, three boobs. Yeah, like which one is the one that's the best? That's the boob? real one. Squirt, squirt, squeeze, squeeze. Oh, that one's not real. Mm, no, it is. Um, I don't like one, and I don't like twenty. Okay. I don't like those numbers. All right, and then lastly, tell me when to stop and say it pretty quick. Okay, stop. All right. Uh, talk amongst yourselves while I decide this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is so exciting. I've never... I, don't, I don't remember how it goes. I oh. was homeschooled, so I don't have any revelry in my That's childhood. That's what I was thinking when he said, uh, you, when you said you didn't know what MASH was, I was like, oh yeah, you were homeschooled. I was homeschooled, so none you, of that. Did you do the. I did do that. I fortune, went to one year and I did the fortune called? thing. Oh, I don't know. Those little. 
you guys can't see what we're doing with our hands, but if you saw it, you'd be like, it's oh, like those. a fortune cookie it's, it's thing. It's like an origami, smoothie, yes. smashy. Pick a number. Ding, All right, ding, we're ding, done. Ding. Okay, what uh, is it? Normally, you would do more categories, but I would do the streamlined version of it. Okay. Oh, the streamlined the version. Stream, this is patented. <laughs> this is your future. This you is... live in an apartment <gasps> with Ernest Borgnine. Oh, no. You have a thousand kids. No. no. And you draw, drive a Rolls Royce. <gasps> this is horrible. Like the worst of everything. Did not work out You're for an you. awful person. <laughs> you told me to stop at four and I just kept going across. You the told top. me to stop faster than I wanted to. Yeah, that is It was true. undue influence. Okay, sorry. Yeah, uh, it's Darcy, uh, one kid. <laughs> in yes. a mansion. Uh, a tall VW in a mansion. <laughs> That's where I went. That's better. Lucky lady. I think we might be the first and only podcast to play MASH on air. Yeah, That's I think good. we started a good trend. And now we're after MASH. Yeah. Oh. The aftermath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should put that on um, Geek and Sundry. We should what have Mash. And lead everyone in a game of Mash. I mean, I'm fascinated now. <laughs> I wanted to have that as a party trick at this point, but I still don't understand. I don't still under, don't understand the concept. The the is very complicated. You have to know. You well, first of all, you have to be psychic. Oh, that's why. That's why Cole yeah. Because I didn't pick a mansion or apartment. That well, that's, no, that's, that's how given. the mash, mash happens. Is mash mansion, apartment, shack, oh, hut, or whatever. Oh, that's it. So that's so that. Then, I hate everything that add, happened there. You can add additional yeah. things. You can add like careers, like two careers you'd want, two careers you wouldn't want, like things like you that. You need to create um, a, an iPhone game with mash. <gasps> mash oh, literally, yeah. You could literally make millions. <laughs> I just gave you the next trademark, drop something. There it is. I hope <laughs> Gary Sims is not listening right now because <laughs> no. that man has stolen many ideas from our podcast. <laughs> many ideas. He's already put it in your production. Crap. <laughs> it got in my inbox. I can download it. It's 99 cents. Mr. Oh, Sam. <laughs> Let's talk a bit about Geek and Sundry, which, uh, well, when this podcast comes out, will have just launched on, the on second. YouTube. Yes. Uh, very exciting. Uh, lots and lots of really so much cool, awesome unique content. programming. It's a lot. It's a lot to do at once, yeah. but it, surprisingly smooth. I say this now, but maybe next week I have an aneurysm. But <laughs> right now it's actually going really well. I don't know if How that's... much pre-production time? I mean... Is there 13 programs that are going to be They're going to be... We're, only, we're doing six and the Guild relaunch. Yeah. Um, Which people so, are so excited about. Yeah, yeah. We're excited. Uh, and then once we launch, I'll be thinking about the future of the Guild right. and what I do with that. So, um, But yeah, we, we started organizing everything in October. So oh, this wow. is a very... Because I'm one of those people... I'm like a... You know, I like um, RTS games and uh, sort of uh, tower defense. Yeah. So I like to plan far ahead because right. I get very stressed out if things just kind of happen. Same so yeah. yeah, so I like to like lay the groundwork, and mm-hmm. um, so we we've been shooting and uh, and organizing f- since October. So it's, it was five months until we even announced. So that's kind of the less stressful stuff, um, and that's still a really quick turnaround in terms of the amount of content you're having on there. Oh yeah, I mean that's insane to do it so quickly. Yeah, it, it was it's a lot, but you know I think you know having done web series for so many years, we we scaled each of these shows so that we could do the maximum on each show's budget. Yeah, um, not trying to do something totally ambitious on what we had because I think that's where a lot of people, you know, even me in the past maybe uh, took a misstep because mm-hmm. it's like you, you, you can't make TV on the web. You have to make web shows. Right. So when I designed the slate, every single one of these shows is organic to people who see things on the web right. and how they interact with the video in a unique way versus a television show. Yeah. And you're basically an expert at that at this point. I mean, I think I'm a social media expert. You're a social mm. media expert. That's the mm. other thing. That's what her shirt says on the back. Yes, friend exactly. says, I love the Jersey Shore <laughs> and I'm a social media expert. <laughs> She's also wearing a stethoscope and a birthday party hat. I need crazy. to listen to your heart later. <laughs> FYI. Got it. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Dr. Day on the scene. Um, but really, you have been a pioneer for, for women and for the web just in terms of taking an idea and pushing it all the way. Like the guild began as a pilot. Right? Yeah. No, it just began in my, in my uh, garage. After we started filming it from yeah. a pilot that I wrote, yeah. So, but I mean, the decision to take it. Oh, I can do this on the web. I know what people want. Like, I mean, that was not that. it. It was never a uh, swami situation. It was always <laughs> like, I'm so unfulfilled. I'm playing video games all the time. Hey, yeah. let's write something. Okay, I made myself write something. What do I do with it? Oh, let's do it maybe as a web video. Yeah, I had no expectation. I just did it and. I have a very obsessive mind, so mm-hmm. when it became hugely fulfilling to upload videos, I was like, I have to do this every right. single day for the rest of my life. 
so it was never like I'm going to get into web media and right. I'm going to create a uh, you know an empire. It was never like that at all. It was always just like, hey, this is su- super fun and I can't stop refreshing. <laughs> That's what's literally happening? What's, what's, happening? what's happening? What's happening? What do they think? Oh, they hate it. Oh, but this guy likes it. Yes, <laughs> it all evens out. It all evens it does. out. <laughs> but I, we both I mean, very much admire the DIY attitude yeah. of stuff. I mean, we started this from nothing, and yeah, I, you know, I run as a sketch fest, which we started from nothing too. Mm-hmm. Well, and, it's hard uh, to live here. Or, I mean, I think it's hard to be in any creative field and be in a position where you feel like you're waiting for permission. So to, yeah. so to start giving yourself permission and creating your own stuff is, I think, really inspirational. And it, it draws the right people to it as well. Yeah, you know? no, I think we're living in a kind of time that's... I don't know if the doors will start closing as the internet starts morphing into more closed areas. Right. Uh, I mean, I unfortunately think that might be the case mm-hmm. where, you know, with Facebook and, and sort of this app tablet world that we're creating you know we're, the 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 conduit to distribution are, are narrowing a right. lot so like it's kind of I, I hope that so many people are taking advantage of this time to be creative because if you're out there and you create you know something that people respond to you might be one of those people who gets to join into one of those big things i hate to right. say that i mean i right. think there's always going to be an independent web yeah but like right now where everybody is in the independent web like the last five years and hopefully the next five will be this unique window where you can go around the gatekeepers in a way. Yeah. And uh, I mean, hopefully we can keep the doors open, but I think it is going to start closing off a little bit more as big companies see money. Right. And which, I mean, everything is being redefined right now in terms of where people are getting their content, like from real movies, you know, Mm -hmm. like just regular films, like everything has been narrowing down because it started out like five or six years ago, total wild west yeah wild west which really didn't ever you know i think dr horrible set like this huge bar yeah for people and the people who were in the space and jumping in the space because of dr horrible got really jaded because they jumped in and they weren't able to find huge success um at the time and i just think that dr horrible was kind of way ahead of its time oh in a way yeah and you know the guild being uh pretty you know steady over mm-hmm. the years has been kind of an exception in a way that people look like oh there's not money in there but i think this year is a huge tipping point like with this huge initiative with youtube yep. and hulu investing all this money netflix getting an original series yep. like i think the cool thing is that even though there will be bigger gatekeepers there they're they're different gatekeepers mm-hmm. so they might actually allow more interesting things to happen versus well, and this there's a different audience that's being recognized which is, yeah. i mean that's kind of what you're talking about too like you're creating an experience for viewers that's unique to what they're interested in you know yeah. that's maybe well, it's definitely different than what's getting put on TV. You know? No, absolutely. None of these shows that I'm doing now would ever be TV shows, like yeah. ever. I mean, um, you know, Tabletop is long enough to be a TV show. Mm-hmm. Where these are like 30 minute episodes. Yeah. And my, my vlogging show is going to be like, you know, up to 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's the 10 minutes I want to make. I mean, yeah. right. they, there's not like, oh, it's too long. You got to cut 30 seconds out. Right. You got to, you know, really, you need to do three minute video. You need um, to sell the sex. Like, yeah. No, it, it's I like, I, the cool thing is that I own all these shows still yeah, with this initiative. And I was able to make these, you know, be able to point into niches. And, you know, I'm giving, you know, it's rolling the die. It's yeah. definitely gambling. Will people respond to a book club online? Yes. I think they will. It might take a little bit to find the specific audience, but like, uh, I think that people are going to respond to each of these shows and hopefully open the the niche up to other people to yeah, join right. in. So it's kind of the reverse of what TV normally does, yeah. which is, you know, I have to appeal to as many people as possible. So let's make it a dumb teenager yep, and exactly. a dumb husband and a really smart mom. Yeah. And a wacky neighbor. Wacky. I do think it's, it's funny, like the shifting media stuff of like, you know, for a while, like the thing to do were movies and now like big stars headed to television and now big stars are on TV and it's just, and now independent before, movies yeah, are full of, of only blockbuster names. Stars. Yeah. And so yeah it's like going, Sundance. Are we in Sundance right now right. with web video? And yeah. then will it get closed off yep. and sort of stifled? I mean, I think inevitably it will, but the cool thing is that, you know, with these shows that I'm doing here, they're, they're all pretty low budget. Mm-hmm. I was able, I was given a set amount to work with and I was like, this is what I can do the best on this. And, um, the fact that no TV show could be probably made for this price. I mean, I of course want more budget. Right. I'm always asking for favors, no matter what I have. Yeah. Right. But proof of concept is that, you know, you look at some of these YouTube stars, they have millions of fans and they are just, it's just them and a camera. Mm-hmm. So the cool thing is that it seems to be that production value isn't as much a problem when you provide a social experience. Yeah. So you don't need to, you know, have a crew of 40 people to make something great that will find audience. If you're tapping into that unique internet thing, it's waiting for you basically. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, think it's cool that all this is like really 
good thought out content. Whereas like some of those other internet things like drive me crazy, where it's literally just somebody bouncing around and has like <laughs> 1.8 million views. And well, like, really? What are they really? tooting when they bounce? I mean, <laughs> <Is that> funny? <laughs> I think, you know, it's interesting. Like there's always a joke, even on my Twitter account. Like if I uh, tweet, Hey guys, I just, you know, released uh, an episode of a thing that I've working on for a year and a half. You know, I'll get like 200 replies. Hey guys, I ate a taco today. Uh, 5,000 yeah. replies. Yep. What kind of taco? Was it a right. taco? Was it a beef? I love beef. I love fish tacos. Hey, have you ever tried the tacos at this place? Like, and, and there is, you know, yes, of course you could be like, oh, that's, you know, be bitter about it. But at the same time, there is something about the spontaneity and collected experience of that yeah. that you can't deny. Well, and it's delightful too. I mean, it's yeah. sort of delightful that because it makes it real like a person you know instead of exactly. Um, Which is the beautiful and scary thing about Twitter yeah. and things like that. <laughs> yeah. I just had a long conversation with Felicia Day about tacos with you guys. <laughs> Oh, but, I mean, I wrote at her four times and she didn't respond, but I mean, but basically things are going pretty good. <laughs> We're getting tacos next week. Oh, tacos. What kind of tacos? <laughs> I like fish tacos. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's why usually shows like the, the, the whole point of this channel was to take the, the community that's kind of grown around the guild, mm-hmm. which has, has spawned, you know, people getting married around the show and so meeting other people and they go to, to Six Flags together. Like. To me, that is kind of the cooler thing that people are taking something around my show and adding it to their lives in a way. Yeah. So like every single one of these shows is designed to do that. So you're not supposed to just watch a vlog and be like, hey, that was a funny 10 minutes. You're supposed to be like, hey, I want to check out that indie webcomic that she linked. Yeah. Oh, or I want to go try to do that pottery class I never actually got around to doing because she just went and did blacksmithing or whatever. Right. So you say they would tabletop, you know, encouraging people to buy games. Well, it's all these, fostering yeah. community. Exactly. People, which so, is really magic. And that's the best thing about the internet too. I mean, that's why people are usually drawn to the internet mm-hmm. because you want connection. Well, also, there's this thought process where, like, it's not social and it's antisocial to be on the internet all the time. Mm -hmm. But in fact, it doesn't have to be like that. Like, you are finding community in places that you don't find it in real life. Right. I don't know my neighbor, but I know, like, thousands of people on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there is a huge shifting in the way that people meet people. Um, and like to create that kind of community and have the video not necessarily be consumed, but kind of feed into the community and then the yep. community feeds back. It's kind of like a colander yeah. you know, I, I, or a jellyfish tank. It goes in circles. <laughs> I love, I want a jellyfish tank, but then they die and I'd be depressed anyway. Really so, but they have to keep the water circular and that's why I wanted these shows to be circular yeah. in a way so that it, they don't die between releases. Well, already people are so excited about it. I have so many friends that are excited. A lot of girls that are, um, already into the book club, the, well, vaginal well, that's fantasy. okay. So the vaginal, fa- <laughs> so my vaginal fantasy thing is a hobby. That's not part of Geek and Sundry. I will be recommending some vaginal fantasy things on my uh, weekly show, which I highlight five things I liked that week. Yeah. Um, but the vaginal fantasy was designed to be a hobby that I could do something video wise that w- required zero work and something I was already doing. That's so great, though. But I mean, just the idea of that's another, I think, a niche where a lot of women wouldn't necessarily have that community. Yeah, we have so many guys in the club now, Whoa. like which I think guys is with awesome. Vagina? Yeah, no, not with China's. <laughs> just guys reading romance novels with us, That's which awesome. I don't understand why guys wouldn't read romance novels. You're talking about like mostly werewolves and killing things and pe- girls stabbing things and then having sex. Like, yeah, that I don't actually like understand win, why win, guys. Win. <laughs> I mean, I read romance novels. Moneyball's a romance novel, right? You know, typical male figures. Typical. Uh, you got your bro voice on. That's right. So, yeah, you can play some beer pong oh on this podcast. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, we just played match. I though. just found out what beer pong was, and I'm like, that's very unsanitary. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, terrible. It really is. <laughs> you missed out on some good. I'm, I'm glad you missed out on some bad things. Yeah, that are celebrated. There were definitely like when I read, I read a decent amount of fantasy books when I was like in junior high and stuff. Like I loved the Xanth novels, the Piers Anthony Xanth novels. Like, yeah, was in love with those things, and. I, I remember at the time, like, it's all, like, you know, goofy swords and fantasy and magic use, but they always threw in, like, a little bit of sex. Like they a hint flesh. The sex. Were, that guy is twisted. Have you ever read his other alien books where mm-hmm. globs are having sex with humans? It's no, weird. I haven't. Whoa. <laughs> I remember great. reading this because I loved his stuff, and then I picked up, uh, like, Split Infinity, that other series he had. But um, I picked up this weird sci-fi stuff he did. It was more obscure. My mom had no idea. She's like, oh, you like Pierce Anthony. It was weird, guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> Super creepy sex stuff in that. So, yeah, that guy's <laughs> Not, Thousands not. of ebooks were just bought. Like, okay. <laughs> glob sex. There's the whole glob sex community out there. You know, there has it's to a be. subreddit. Glob <laughs> sex. Boxy middle class women. Are you, are you globule? Me, me too. Yeah. Cool. Oh, cool. 
Cool. <laughs> hey, like let's get all kid. the gack we used to have. <laughs> did you have gack? You went to homeschool, but did you have gack? No. What? Oh, no. Wait, gack was that Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon stuff, right? Nickelodeon gack. It was this cool... Oh, for, group. I can't do that on television? No, that was slime. Oh, slime. But I liked that, too. Uh, there was a product called gack that I loved. Mm. So it was like... It came in, like in a little canister. It came in a canister it, that looked like it splatted. Like it was like a you know funny little shaped thing. And one birthday, I asked all my friends to get me gack, and I didn't tell my mom. And she got really mad at me because for my birthday, I got like 20 things of gack. <laughs> yeah. Does she not like gack? She didn't like me um, manipulating a bunch of my friends to get uh, me something. Plus, yeah. But you were a gack baron for one summer. <laughs> I was. The gack baron. That was the summer I ruled gack. <laughs> <laughs> I was a tycoon. <laughs> you will please me. You may take some gack. <laughs> hey, kids, sell this to Miss Maud on Second Street for twice what it's worth. <laughs> I didn't know you were also a gangster mall. That's yeah. great. Gangster gack mall. <laughs> you know, it's kind of typical stuff for me. Anyway, I'll, I'll send you a link to some gack. Please do. <laughs> so you can know what, I think that's what it would be like to have sex with Blob. Whoa. I don't know want to know what you did with that no, gag. No, I needed. I need more gag. <laughs> need five more pounds to make uh, I don't want to know why. Don't want to know it. Oh. Well, I'll draw you a picture. <laughs> if you get away from gag yeah. immediately. Move. Immediately. Move, move on. Move on. Uh, so you've had the pleasure of working with Joss Whedon quite a bit, um, who also has built his own empire in a lot of ways. He is an empirist. <laughs> I mean, he's no gag baron. No. But... Joss wishes he had what I had in the summer of 92. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he cited the Guild as like one of the major influences for him doing Dr. Horrible. Yeah, which is weird because I never thought anybody read it like a mass spam email. (laughs) I would just send him. I was like, hey, I'll add this guy. Whatever. I'll probably never see him again. Oh, my my gosh. And then I saw him and he was like, yeah, I actually watched your show. And I was like, oh, Sorry for spamming you, sir. <laughs> That's so amazing. Just saying the name, I feel like there's little bells that go off because there's only ever been the kindest thing said about about him, and the it's again the kind of community he's created is like yeah, the no, most that's positive, very loving. inspiring to me. Like yeah. he's always been my hero. The yeah. fact that he around his show and everything he does really creates a community where people feel safe. Yeah, they feel like they can share what they love with mm-hmm. each other uh, in a way that that might not be accepted by you know just mainstream. Right. So yeah, that's definitely been a huge inspiration for me. And being part of the Weed and Verse definitely is a hundred percent of where I am right now. Like right. I would never have. Uh, you know, been doing video right now. Uh, if I had just released a gill without Whedon you right. know, fans who were interested in what I was doing. Yeah. So I'm really, uh, grateful to everything he involves me in. Um, what yeah. was your first experience with him? I sat down at a lunch table with the other potentials from Buffy and I was very snarky to him. Oh, very I don't snarky. believe it. I was very uppity. I was like, oh, I have a math degree. I remember that came out of my mouth. Oh. I'm not, I'm not a regular actress. I have a math degree. And he, I was such a little twerp and I didn't know who this guy was. I was like, who's this guy sitting with all these potentials? Oh. <laughs> I had no idea because he wasn't in my audition or anything. It was Marty Knox and David Fury. So when I was cast, I had no idea who this guy was. Oh, I literally no idea. That's awesome. So, um, oh. I mouthed, off to the bot. I mouthed off to him and I thought, hey, next episode I'm getting killed. Because every single episode one he of us got killed. Off, yeah. 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 So I don't know why. he. I guess he likes a sassy broad. <laughs> Bring I, it on. I can only say that, that that would be my rationale. Um, yeah. And then that's, you know, I was just really thankful after that that I was just the guild yeah. where I would email him. And then he involved me in Dr. Horrible. And then. Oh, you were so amazing. I mean, I love Dr. You. Horrible, but. It was. It's a very high quality product. So good. Very it's high quality. So yeah, amazing. It turned out all right. Yeah, it turned out all right. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just like one of the highlights of probably my life will be doing that production. So, um, just everything around it too. It was just like being on set. Um, you know, he doesn't need to do. He doesn't need to scrap by. There's no reason why. Yeah. Why? And I think that that's why it was so before its time because. He wasn't in it to build this huge business empire with right. this. He wasn't in it to you know make a ton of money on it. He was doing it because it was a passion project, and it was why any of us do anything. And that's on the also web. why it's successful because you have a exactly. cast full of super talented people that you can just feel everyone is like having the time of their life performing. Yeah. It was like, very much like let's just do a sh- let's put on a show. Yeah. So uh, let's and, do a show, y'all. And, and that's that happened something, during yeah. the writers' strike, right? Which when that thing came out. I yeah. Think. So there was a touch of rebellion in it, which I think is something that I I mean constantly. I'm, I'm a little spiteful. So every time yeah. I, <laughs> you know, when I release a, a MP3 or something and it's like, I beat, I beat, you know, Taylor Swift, <laughs> you know, because I know the machines behind 
artist and I know that I'm just one person, but right. if I can even come close to a machine of hundreds of people who are driving these other things, it's just kind of a victory for the little guy. A victory for everybody. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. That's part of what drives me a hundred percent is a little bit of a spite. A hundred percent of spite. hundred percent of revenge. <laughs> her eyes just turned red and there's blood dripping out of her ears. So. My Jersey Shore t-shirt. There's something nice to be said about when the artist is the one who is benefiting from the project that they created as opposed to like 27 suits that really didn't do anything except give notes. Yeah. yeah. That's it, you know? No, no, no. It, it just reaches the astronomical. I mean, if you think of it on a purely financial level, you know, actors are very well paid. But mm-hmm. like if you think of it from a very top level, like every dollar that a show makes, you know, the people who just eat part of that pie down the line. Yeah. It's like, it's like when some of the early on, I got DVD offers to distribute the guild on DVD and I had big, big companies who wanted to distribute the show for me. And I looked at the bottom line. I was like, well, wait a second. I'm a math major, y'all. Yeah. I don't (laughs) see why I should give you this percentage of my DVD. I'd rather do it myself and I will sell much fewer, many fewer DVDs, but as a percentage of keeping every dollar that goes in, I will be much better. Yep. So like, I'd rather keep the money that people are giving me on a smaller scale than give all these people huge cuts of this and then end up with pretty much less or the same amount of money. Right. So it's just a question of scaling. Mm-hmm. And I know that in order to be able to, t- uh, to, to do a TV show on a regular basis, you have to have crews that big. You have to spend that much money. Right. It's kind of hard not to because the, the, the production schedule is so crazy. But if you make things in a smaller way, um, you can be just as successful as a percentage of uh, of return or something. Yeah, and the energy is different too in terms of collaboration. I mean, the way you're working together. Well, yeah, more spontaneous. Right. That's why you know I had an opportunity last summer when I was presented with the opportunity to uh, pitch the slate. So I could have either chosen that or gone into TV development, maybe been a, like a series regular on a show, mm-hmm. or do my own show and be on the show and probably you know be uh, making a lot more money. But I chose to not do that and do this slate instead because I like the idea that everybody can get in the car and go do a vlog episode. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the requirement. If we can't all fit in the car to go do it, we're not doing it because right. just the spontaneity of it and being able to be like every week, like change the show depending on what worked and what didn't work and be able to incorporate people's views and their letters and their comments. I mean, that's just... Well, it makes your soul bigger instead of smaller. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, exactly. It's just it, the joy of it is able to be captured without having all these layers of, right. of approval and, uh, and you know, you have to tow around so many crew members. Yeah. And the power that you have to keep creating and to, like, encourage the people within your collaborations, like, you get to drive that. And, and no matter, I think, until you're at a really high level in TV or film, mm-hmm. you're... Like so, there's so many yeah. people over you. you I mean, JJ never... Abrams is pretty much doing whatever he wants, right? And then, <laughs> I mean, it's not Way like. To go, sir. I mean, I'm sure he has to deal with some development stuff, but he gets to do. You know, the, the percentage of I'm sure his vision that gets on screen is yeah. huge. But right, yeah, right. it's very, it's very few, and and the percentages of being able to get to that level yep. are just. I mean, there's five people, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> so right. Yeah, there's really so is. few people who get there, and it's like I understand trying to aim for the stars is probably great, but I kind of like what I'm doing. But so. you are aiming for the stars. It's just a different it doesn't look the way that people expect it to look yeah it just you know? doesn't need to be that level right uh, either i i'm fine with being a niche entertainer and not recognized on every corner like that's yeah. what i prefer yeah um i'm just hoping that you know this slate uh, all these shows are popular enough so that i get to do another gear get picked up and hopefully be able to add more to the slate if uh and be able to go to people who have great ideas like i did for this one yeah and be like hey i want to make your show i have money Come make it with so me. exciting. And so. there's a lot of great people involved on Geek yeah. Sundry. Will Wheaton, mm-hmm. who is he's kinda liked online. He's stuff. cool. People think he's all <laughs> right. Yeah. He's- Love it, human. Uh Paul and Storm, who are hilarious yeah. and amazing musicians and comedians. Uh Veronica Belmont. Mm-hmm. Who's lovely? Mm-hmm. That's the voice call makes when he has a crush. Lovely, it's the crush voice. <laughs> so lovely. Yeah, that's, it's, it's not going to go far. It's it's a, a, he doesn't get far, but it's very quasi. I made you a mixtape. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, when I was putting together all the shows, I was like, "Who are my favorite people?" Um, and they just happened to be doing, you know, or interested in the subjects that I wanted to add. So, like, I mean, a lot of these shows, especially with like tabletop, I was like. I actually went to Will with the idea that he would DM a show every week. So it would be like 
either only role-playing games, Mm -hmm. but he was the one who took it one step farther and said, hey, let's highlight all hobby games, Um, which, you know, I'm not a a pen and paper or... I've done pen and paper uh, gaming, but I've Mm -hmm. never done like these other casual hobby games that he loves. And in watching the show, now I'm a huge fan of them. I bought some of them. I've, I've... you know, I've done a game night with people and all the interns are doing like tabletop game nights. So fun. So like this, and it's, it was not, it's kind of the, the subliminal agenda, but people naturally picked up on it because right. they see they're taught how to play the game, but they also see people enjoying playing the game and they're going to take that hopefully and support an indie ga- game maker by right. their game. Right. That's great. And then, you know, maybe, maybe interact with people in, in face to face. Yeah. And even gonna, meet up. Yeah. I love that. I'm going to pitch a show for your, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm getting pitched. I'm getting pitched. All right. You live in an apartment uh-huh. with Ernest Borgnine. No. Oh, yeah. You have a thousand, you have a thousand kids. You have a thousand kids. So angry. They're all going to be so weird looking. <laughs> you drive a Rolls Royce. It's, it's not good genetics. Go. Can I it's sell an my... interesting pool. <laughs> I'll say that. Well, it's about you selling your children off. <laughs> Can I sell the Rolls Royce and get it at Mansion? I, I, I don't know if that's if those are the exact same price. So, I think you could sell be, You could sell a Rolls I moved to Kansas. Yeah. yeah, there you go. You can have you can have Kansas. I think <laughs> for two fifty or something. Where I'm yeah, you can exchange the Rolls Royce for Kansas. You yeah, can have okay. that. I just don't know about a mansion, <laughs> but you can have Kansas. Kansas is all yours, Dorothy. Congratulations. Corn. I'm the corn master. Uh, the corn do... master. That's a game I'm going to pitch to Will Wheaton. The I've been making master. it out of um, Play-Doh, but I'm almost done. You should make it out of GAC, and I will buy that. Oh, cool, corn masters. <laughs> okay, I'll keep working on it. I'll let you know oh, how it boy. goes. Develop it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's do Ooh, first, shall it. we? We do this every podcast. It's a different first question, like it was the first R rated movie you saw in the theater, etc. Uh, oh, by the way, this is our 75th episode. This is uh, 75 and staying alive. 75. Oh, this is the paper anniversary. So, since you are. Paper is not. No, 75 is not. It's nicer than that. Pottery. That would be a lot. That's up to diamonds. Really? Think of that. You know, you have to get. I mean, you're getting married. Oh, and you've been dead. You've you're probably like been 90. dead if you have. You're in your 90s. I'm going to find out. You is know. there really a pottery okay. anniversary? Did you say <laughs> Yeah, that? there is. Is there? <laughs> oh, yeah. Why not? I guess it would be clay or something. Clay. You keep going. I'm going to find uh, okay. All right. So here it is. Since you're, uh, since you're a video gamer. Um, yes. What was the first video game you can remember passing? Passing? Passing. Because like, there's that sense of accomplishment in your kid and you yes. finish something up. I think that it was uh, Leisure Suit Larry because I used the cheat <laughs> nice. line a lot and I ended up with a $400 phone bill. Whoa. Oh, no. <gasps> I was probably like six. Oh, my Which my gosh. mom should not have been letting me play Leisure Suit Larry when I was six anyway. Yeah, it's pretty scuzzy. <laughs> all I did was want to see the boobs Wait, at a young that? age like what that. What is this? Leisure Suit Larry is a series of games. It's computer. It's PC Layers games. of Larry? Leisure, no, Suit, Leisure Suit Larry. He was like a Vegas lounge lizardy guy, and it's like him trying to seduce women. Literally, that's the whole game. <laughs> that's the whole How point of the game. How did you get your hands on it. that? No wonder I, I like too. Vaginal Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> um, my mom bought me all the Sierra games, so I oh. played Space yep. Quest too. Uh, but I cheated quite a bit. Um, I'll admit it because I was very young. I should not. Have, I mean, these were advanced puzzles to get laid. <laughs> I was very young. I was probably eight. I think when I was like six, I was playing. I was watching my mom play Infogom games like Leather Goddess of Phobos and Zork and all that stuff. Nice. That's awesome. Well, there is that thing when you're a kid, like it, after you've tried something for a while and you can't pass it, it's like I give up. How can I find the answer? It was yeah, same yeah. thing with Nintendo games. I would call the Nintendo Power Hotline a lot. Everybody would call. Like it's very yep. primitive to think that the only way you could get information was well, my mom had CompuServe. So Ooh. I got on the CompuServe, and that actually added even more money because it was like twenty cents a minute or something. <gasps> oh my god! So I would be on like the the whatever forum or whatever they they had back then, trying to get like uh, past these games. Such expensive hobbies it stresses yeah. me. Huh? It was very expensive to be connected back then. <laughs> it really was. Times yeah. have changed. Times have changed. Unless it's you free. look at my iPhone bill. Ooh. Oh, what? <laughs> what a buzzkill! Really, <laughs> you ruined it. Wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think for me, the first game I can remember passing is also Sierra game King's Quest. Uh, I loved King's Quest. It's a good Whoa. one. And uh, it, and it's also really complex. Like those games were complicated in the sense. King's that Quest, were, I could never, I could never solve those. I would die all the time. Well, they, yeah, you would die a lot, and they were, and it was hard to like. You'd have to start over a lot of mm-hmm. times. You have to start and, over, which and, yeah, which like just if you got really far in the game and then you died, and you'd be like, oh, well, it's permadeath, yeah. Because there was a thing in King's Quest, the original King's Quest, where you eat like a mushroom and you get tiny to go in this little <laughs> yeah, cave. I 
And then it, it only lasts so long because like, you, oh, no. you go really fast yeah. and you're really small. And then all of a sudden it wears off and you become big uh. again. But because it's so fast, it's hard to control. Yeah, it was horrible. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> and at one point you had to eat a mushroom, go in this little cave and go up these stairs to like a giant's castle. Uh-huh. But the stairs were like, there's a wall. What if you get big while you're well, in there? Here's the thing. There's a wall against the stairs. And then the other this. side is just like a steep drop off and you would die. Oh, no. And you had to go up these stairs, hitting your arrow keys one <laughs> way or the other. Oh, my God. Trying to get up the stairs without falling off. And you're going so fast. <laughs> And it's like towards the end of the game, you'd be trying to get up this thing, and then half the time you'd fall off. And you're like, well, I spent an hour and a half trying to get to that point. Do I do it again? To People try don't to understand. The these young gamers these days don't understand the agony oh, of so what awful. games. It was like you are gonna you are gonna have some leisure time with this game, and you are gonna love it. Yep. The the determination and the setbacks you had to go through. Now it's just easy sauce. They yeah. would never even show you how to play a game. There was no tutorial. That was for dicks. Yeah, you had to figure it out. <laughs> you had to get a four hundred dollar yeah. phone bill. And yeah, I think that's to get like half of that magic. Like, because I mean, when you're a kid, you have infinite patience for that patience mm-hmm. for that too. At least when I came up, it's like, yeah, I'll figure this out. Yeah. I'll spend an entire summer trying to figure this game out. <laughs> no big deal. I don't think that's every off. kid. Yeah, no, you wouldn't do that. I get really nervous. I mean, that like that story, the the small man climbing the stairs makes me have anxiety. That oh, it was so really like upsetting. my friends would be crowded around the computer at that point because it's so close to the end of the game. Oh, Being like, can you no. get up? Can you get up? And you could go. You could. You couldn't stop your guy. Like you had to like. Oh, no, stop that. Like an auto. The way you would stop guy. is like you would push the up button. So you're just <laughs> running against the wall. That's just like sitting there, and then just wait, waiting to be like, all I'm right. Like traumatic and flashbacks for this because I don't think I ever finished the game. I think at that point I was like, I'm gonna go back to. Shoot Larry and get laid more. <laughs> yeah. Bring on the boobies. Bring on the, the, the 16 pixel, you know, 16 color bit boobies. Yeah, there you go. Oh, uh, man. What about you, Vanessa? What was the first The one? first game I remember passing was uh, a game you guys have probably gamed on called Reader Rabbit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had Reader Rabbit and Math Blaster. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those nice. were educational. educational. Yeah. I loved Reader Rabbit. Like Oregon Trail. <laughs> Oregon Trail. Oh, oh loved that too. That's all. Reader Rabbit was really satisfying. <laughs> That's my best <laughs> feeling. I like games like that or puzzles where I feel like I can, it's going to be okay. I can figure it out. Like the, the stress of the imminent death. Yeah. Um, Did you ever play Fool's Errand? Me. That's like one of the best games ever made. I don't think we remember that. Yeah. It's so puzzle heavy. I don't remember ever getting very far in it because it was so incredibly hard. But I have to look, I have to, I would like to actually play that again because I remember it being just so incredibly. Uh, unlike any other game I'd ever seen, and it was very puzzle heavy. Yeah, I love I puzzles like puzzle and riddles, ones. but I get scared. I have such like angry memories of me playing Nintendo and stuff because it would get to the point where I would almost have beat it, and I would have to just throw the controller at the TV like angry. child rage. Child rage. <laughs> yeah, and I think of it, and like just hearing the talk about it, I start to feel that like you're sweating right now. I'm, I'm right. getting really drippy. Really did you ever did you ever play the Seventh Guest? That was a puzzle related game. Too. Oh, was it's that like in a mansion? Mist? Yeah, I I don't think I got very far in that. I had a very short attention span when it. I would normally. That's why when I found Ultima games, I played those obsessively, like over and over and over again. I love the I loved the RPGs. I loved anything where you could customize your character to reflect yourself. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones I really glommed on on onto. And um, yeah, that's why you know Ultima had a huge impact on my childhood because that was when I finally like oh I have to you know choose questions and it's going to form me like. How I answer these questions right. informs like uh, the, the the sort of virtues that rule this character. Mm. So that was you know that was a huge. Tr- I always wanted to play D anD D, but my mom thought that somehow I'd become a murderer because of it. So she <laughs> instead let me play eight hours a day off computer games because that's better. Right. <laughs> Don't bargain. socialize Good in, in fa- you know face to face with people. Just go in your room and play. Hide, honey, hide <laughs> <laughs> against the dying of the light. <laughs> Lit by a computer screen just weekly. That's why I'm so pale. Just developed no melanin. (laughs) (laughs) Cave baby. Cave lady. (laughs) The idea of cave babies. The animated series. Um, All right, we're going to do my questions. They're a little different this time. Uh, Going along with the the game thing, I'm going to test you on how well you know your video game characters. Um, I'm going to give you a list of 10 fairly popular video game titles, and you need to give me the name of the primary protagonist in the game. Like if I was to say The Legend of Zelda, you would say Link. Link. Good job. Go. Now, I, don't, I didn't play a lot of console games, guys, so we'll I might, in fact, fail all some may, of these. You may. You like, may. No, I've give... never played Final Fantasy. Is That's my dirty secret that I just said on air. I don't think that's that dirty. It, w- it is. That's that's bad. It's, yeah, it's pretty. I never well, had a PS2. <laughs> my mom wouldn't let me have consoles, so all I played was, you know... Uh, 
you know, Amiga games. <laughs> well, I mean, a decent it's like amount the of, nerd of all gamers. It's a decent amount of Nintendo in here. We'll, we'll see how you do. Okay, I it's usually fine. Get I mean, clues, I can fail. But I'm, I'm, I'm proud of owning what I don't know. That's good. That's uh, a good quality. Whatever. I did test these on I'm my wife, and she didn't do terribly great. So well, okay. we'll see how this goes. Uh, I got Link. Let you did get Link. You did get Link. Okay. Uh, number one What's is Castlevania. Oh, I don't know that. The guy with the whip. <laughs> it's the guy with the whip. What's his name? His name is Simon Belmont. I did not know that. The second Castlevania name. game is Castlevania Two: Simon's Quest. I oh. had I had Castlevania on my Game Boy, my original Game Boy. <gasps> nice. Love Game and Boy. And I had that, and I had a uh, pinball game. Ooh. And Tetris. Tetris is my obsession. Yeah. I actually rolled oh, yeah. over the score on a um, an arcade Tetris, <gasps> and I was there for like five hours. And then it turned to zero instead of a million, and I no. started sobbing in the arcade. Oh, oh my no. god! Literally sobbing. How could you not? How could? Why you would not? you do that? That's the technology so should accommodate yeah. a million. <laughs> Why? If you can, well, you are you're a wizard. I mean, that's what happened. Well, you're lucky because usually they'll just assassinate you if you get to that point. A little red dot will appear in your forehead and they'll down you. Oh, <laughs> you got off All easy, right. girl. I did get easy. Okay. <laughs> so, All right. I mean, uh, I knew you had a whip. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Number two, uh, Metroid. Oh, uh, Samus? Yep. Samus, yeah, I knew that. And the big twist on that game when the original Nintendo one came out is it was a woman. It was a woman, yeah. Because you're wearing your actually helmet the whole time. I actually wrote that into the guild uh, Tink issue. Nice. There's a whole montage where she pretends to be have a, the background, but she's stolen from different characters. So in one panel, she wears the outfit. Oh, that's awesome. It's pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, number three, L.A. Noir. Oh, uh, that guy. What's his name? L.A. Cole, oh yeah, Cole, uh, and then Michael, I swim, I swim, I swim. What are you doing? <laughs> it's giving you weird clues. Cole Phelps. Yeah. There you go. Cole. That is, Michael Phelps swims? I finished that game. The ending was terrible. That's what I've heard. I have it, but I haven't gotten around to playing it yet. It's just, why is the ending so bad? You don't know. I, don't know. I wrote it. You. I wrote no, it. Yeah. Did you really? Mm-hmm. I obsessively drove around. Just kidding, I, I would just log on and just ram into people and steal car. I mean, oh. it's just, it's I just, so I fun. Was not I just separating heard it, video game from real life. I was it's like, fun to just. No, 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 in video games. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, since it. we all live in LA, I've heard it's just fun to drive around yeah, and see old LA, like in the 30s or whatever. I really wanted to go, you know, to the West Side and mm-hmm. be able to see all, you know, I mean, I don't know downtown that well. Right. But now when I go downtown, I literally will still see buildings. That were in L.A. Noir. Oh, my gosh. It's so cool. It really is. As an L.A. dweller, you need to play the game. That's cool. You need to put it in the council. I was very good at reading faces, too. Let me just tell you. Whoa. Very good. Nice. Uh, number four, Metal Gear. No, I've never played it. Solid Snake is his name. Solid Snake? Yep. Sounds like a weenie nickname. And then they made a I met the of... guy who did that. Did you? Yeah. A dice. I took a picture with him, I think. Nice. Was yeah. he nice? They basically stole that character from um, Kurt <gasps> Russell in Escape from New York. So it's like <gasps> the eye patch and the... Oh, long hair. Big Trouble in Little China is one of my homage. favorite movies. One of my favorite movies too. Definitely, oh. Cole I would has say been top him five. For, um, Have you I really? I went to Jack Burton for Halloween a couple years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I, got I will the, never uh, wipe it from my eyes. I had like a mullet wig, a little Uzi machine gun, boots, what? jeans. And I have I, to see that. I found the tank top that's oh, like the the, the Japanese lady on it with the little white thing. Yeah, I have a picture of it somewhere. It's I'll an ama- it's an, it's an amazingly underappreciated film. I agree. Mm-hmm. Only a handful of people knew what I was. Most people were like, what? Yeah. I would have known. I've seen that movie probably. I, I as a kid, I wore out a VHS tape. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like that's how old I am. That's how old. Uh, yeah, that it's amazing. I love the music video on the DVD too. I did not see that. You should see it. Okay. Whoa. Ooh, we better run. <laughs> okay, run into the mystic. Stop night. that. If he was wearing the uh, tank top, it would be over. <laughs> over. I'd be out of here. Table flip. Boom. Table flip. Out of here. You might gack. Number five. Mm-hmm. Rampage. Never played that. I never played that. Rampage is fun. You're three mutated animals beating up buildings. That's all you do. Mm-hmm. Or George, Lizzie, and Ralph. Uh, we'll just breeze through. Yeah, there. Um, one is a werewolf. One is a lizard, and one is what's a it for? Monkey. Nintendo. It's an arcade game originally, and then mm. it's, it's played on most of the console systems. Okay, it's really literally all you, you can download. It's fun. You just literally go around the world like destroying things. I, I enjoy this. It's it's fun. Okay, I recommend Smash. it. Uh, six double dragon. Oh oh, I was just playing this the other day. I always played the blonde guy with the jeans. Wait, what about yeah. this? But what is this? What am I doing? What. It, what what are you doing? What are you, what, I'm I don't, really good I don't at know what you're even doing. Like, like, look. You're hammering. Uh huh. Hammer. Yep. Time the and then hammer. Ow. Pierce. Kind of hammer. Oh, Buffy. 
But what? Yeah. No. Well, Hammer Buffy. Never You're mind. terrible. I don't know, but uh, I always play with my brother. Like I, well, they have. I the, didn't know his name. Do you think I read the scroll in the top? Are you kidding? <laughs> what more? I would do that. Well, they okay. First of all, they're technically they're Billy and Jimmy Lee in their original also versions. Also known as. They're also Hammer and Spike on some versions of the game. I don't too, remember which any. Is weird. I remember the the Lee. I played it on the Amiga. There you I go. did play Double Dragon on the Amiga. Whoa. Double Dragon one inch. Double Dragon's all about elbowing people in the face. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> over and over. And the guy who looked like the, the Goonies guy. There was a bad guy who looked sloth? like sloth. Yeah. I don't know why they thought that that would be the, your main street fighting move. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a backwards a... elbow to the face over and over. Yeah. That's a great move. <laughs> oh, I want to fight move. a guy? Let me turn my back to him and start elbowing him. No, it's As imprecise. if I'm trying to tell him a secret. It's imprecise. It's not good. <laughs> I like to <laughs> don't do, understand I it. I always pretend fight is elbow fist up and then elbow again. Wow. Well, that, that is part of it. It's like a combo sometimes. Like, yeah. uh, gun, uh. I, I do a love lot of that fake game. Fighting. I forgot I played that game. It's a good game. Uh, Seven Ninja Gaiden. Never, oh, I didn't. I'm sorry, I didn't. Play it's that. an that's easy right. name. I could give you a clue. Is his name Seven. No, just his kidding. His name is Ryu Hayabuso. <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> Number eight, Pitfall. Pitfall. That guy had a name. He did have a name, but it was very that similar to the on. name of the game. <laughs> what do you call yourself if you're covered in hair? You're covered in hair? You're an animal, baby. <laughs> the dumbest clue ever. You basically said it. Pitfall Harry is his name. His name was Pitfall Harry. I did not know. All right. This one you might know because this was Pitfall a con- this was a computer baby. game. Okay. A LucasArts game. Oh. Uh, the uh, Secret of Monkey Island. No. What's his name? Guybrush Three Threepwood. Yep. Guybrush yeah. Threepwood. Guy Threepwood. Guybrush Threepwood. I played all those. That was good. I did play every single one of those. Yeah, and they did a games. great port to uh, Xbox recently. Whoa. Oh, really? Yeah. I have like weird. I have versions on my old Mac that I just downloaded um, off the web of like that mm-hmm. and like that Day of the Tentacle. Like Day of the Tentacle, I would be meaning to get around to. I want to play that one again so bad. It's a good time. I recommend it. Yes. And finally, number ten, Dragon's Lair. The oh, animated- that blonde guy. I hated him. His <laughs> name. His name is really gross it's really stupid right yeah. i never <sighs> it's like somebody in a disney movie be like oh he's the blonde that's, that's not a nightmare the like i hated that guy i actually did <laughs> my mom bought it for me because she thought i'd like it because i had dragons and i was like i hate this guy i hate his hair <laughs> i hate everything about him uh, i don't remember his, his name. name is dirk the daring dirk what, Ugh, like, yuck. that and space ace were the two like space ace too <laughs> yeah they're the two don bluth animated video games no. so it's all hand-drawn which is cool don but like bluth did yeah, but they're hard to control because yes. like you basically have to like either press your sword button or move towards a like a glowing light somewhere. But you have to be very precise. And I don't. I remember right. hating that game intensely. Like right now, thinking of like the way that the, the cut. No, I don't like it. Let's move on. Guessing. Moving on. I'm, All right. My turn. It's Vanessa's question. Oh, okay. The first one's going to make you mad, but you just have to answer. Is have it involved Don Blues? <laughs> what? Have you ever met an Olsen twin? Uh, I have actually. What was it like? Are you su- you surprised? Aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, I asked just... this. This is the seventy fifth time I've asked. This it, is a really people. good story, actually. There we go. Bring it on. Um, people don't know this, but I uh, was in a ballet company with Summer Glau. Whoa. Um, she is on tournament. Yeah. Firefly. Yep. And uh, I knew her, and we were both homeschooled together when we were like twelve oh, and thirteen. Really? Yes. So we oh were the homeschool gosh. girls, and we were kind of you know not hugely great friends, but right. I didn't know how to be friends with anybody. So I was like, "Hey, it's the other whole." And she was so pretty all the time. And I was like, "Look at her; she's the best dancer." So <laughs> I, we were actually we were friends, and then years later, I was at a Mary Kate and Ashley audition, ran into her. And she had been doing professional tango dancing or something. What? And she was like, yeah, I decided to act, to act. The next time I ever saw her was on Firefly Pilot, which <gasps> I had watched. So I ran into her. She's like, yeah, it's not really, you know, acting's really hard. It's really terrible. I was like, well, you'll, you'll do great. <laughs> you'll do great. <laughs> so I ran into her at the American Ashley audition. She didn't get a callback, but I actually got two more callbacks. <gasps> so I was very close to being in. Don't the- tell me how the West was fun. No. <laughs> okay. It was the one where they went wow. skiing. It was like, have you watched all of these? You've seen a lot of them. So anyway, this is what happened with Mary Kate and Ashley. So you would get a call, you would get an audition, you would get a callback, you would get one more callback for the director and the writers and the producers and the, the whatever who was financers. Yeah. Then they would narrow every single role down to two people. And then it would be Mary Kate and Ashley and their mom on a couch in a very tiny room. So basically, no. I got to the point where I was the last choice. That is the most for, evil thing you could do to young people. And you go in. This is one of my first auditions. And you go in and you do your part and they judge whether you're a friend or not. So I did not get it. It was another girl who got it. But the irony is that the girl who got it, who was my friend at the time, she uh, they were shooting in Utah on a snowmobile and she broke her leg in three places. Oh! <gasps> 
So it was kind of like, oh, that wasn't so bad. I didn't get that job. <laughs> but it was huge rejection because like I'd gone so far to get this part. It was a direct to DVD movie, movie too, but the stakes were high for me. The stakes right. are high. It's America and Ashley project. Yeah, and uh, it's and a I make wanted or break it so bad, and so they did not want me to be their best, one of their best friends. Uh, I think it must be okay. hard to be sitting in a room <laughs> and the Olsen twins are across from you, basically doing they looked, Caesar yeah. and giving you. A it's true. Down. Yeah, it's true. And they looked very bored. Were they elevated? I'm hoping they were on a platform uh, a and you were. <laughs> they were like right there. It was very close. It was like four feet oh, away. Oh no. They did not look They look bored huh. They weren't mean or anything It was yeah. just like They didn't decide I was not The other girl had prettier hair than me So maybe that That's was it. probably it it's probably that's, that's a really good story out of that weird <laughs> that question. That was a great story. I just like to picture them in the room afterwards comparing headshots. Like, well, she was more sparkly. It's true. Yeah. It had to have gone down to that. Yeah, so whatever. Well, we're going to be having sleepovers, so... <laughs> okay. This is your second question. If the Whedonverse was an actual physical universe, what would the planet you live on be called? A, what are the houses made of? B, what do you eat for breakfast? <laughs> What the fuck? I know. You've right? answered this in every one, I know, but you have to I've answered this so many questions so many times. so much on every I mean, I would have a planet. You get to decide that. What planet would you live on? I don't know. <laughs> this is all you. I don't know where she comes up with some this of this. This is a really weird question. Um, we, I would call it Whimsville. Ooh, because nice. it's whimsical? And it's a planet, so being a ville is weird. Yeah, but I love it. <laughs> it's a planet Whimsville. The you, planet Whimsville <laughs> is inside, sir. So that planet um, never thought big enough. <laughs> the, um, the, the, the houses would be made of gingerbread and Twizzlers. Ooh. Yum. I love and Whimsville. And everybody would, would, would eat ideas for breakfast. Ooh. <laughs> Like what a great planet. <laughs> so weird. Do not go to this place. Okay. You will die. You have you angered a wizard. You such sugary ideas. <laughs> We're on to the next question. We have Sorry. to move. You've angered a wizard, and he's going to sentence you to life in a video game. Who would you be, and what game would you live in? Oh, that's a good question. Thanks. Um, who would I be, and what, what planet? Uh, I mean, I think... I would be me because I'm always projected. I think I might be in Mass Effect. Whoa. Why I mean, do you choose this? It would either be Dragon Age or Mass Effect because I already have love interests picked out. Nice. <laughs> They're multidimensional. That would be more than an MMO because then it's real people. So I have like NPCs yeah. that I'm already invested in. <laughs> Considering what I know about the ending of Mass Effect 3, which I haven't played yet, but people have you know decided to be outraged and spoil it for everybody who hasn't played. Thank you very much, Internet. Um <laughs> I might actually want to do Dragon Age instead, mm. but um, I might be not the character that I created for Dragon Age. I would probably be a mage because I think doing magic, if I'm going to be permanently yeah. there, right. I don't want to have to train a lot and no, do push-ups. you need a skill set. Yeah. I would like to do the lazier art form, yeah. which would be more mental sitting. Because I, I know like it, as Talus, as a rogue, I'd have to do, you know, working out and defensive maneuvers. <laughs> this is the rest of your life we're talking about. Yeah, the rest of my life. <laughs> so I don't want to commit to a physical activity <laughs> lifestyle. That's so you, a good you answer. don't want to live in King's Quest and eat mushrooms and run upstairs. Absolutely not. That sounds so horrible. Or John like, Blue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to move. Ugh. Okay. You're dating Dirk the Daring. Sorry to tell yeah. you. <laughs> no. That's the worst mash outcome. Yep. You and Dirk the Daring live in a little bitty stairwell. You're the worst. <laughs> You're the worst. Okay. Would you rather have cornflake skin for the rest of your life and there's little milk oozing out from under? Or um, would you have... Oh, yeah. I forgot the other option. It's equally great. Have nine flaccid tentacles. Um, I then hate cereal long. milk more than anything oh, in the world. I think yeah. it's the most disgusting. Stinky, substance. stinky. It's uh, it's it's full of d- d- uh, detritus or whatever yeah. that word is. How do you pronounce it? You pronounced it correctly. I, I didn't pronounce disgusting. It. If I ever see anybody try to drink it, I walk out of the room physically. I'm not kidding. If I smell it, it makes me want to throw up. I want to punch people who do it. We usually give our guests cereal milk on the way out. <laughs> well, so not today, so bitches. <laughs> no, I would rather have tentacles. Okay, cool. And you can dress them and bedazzle them. You can bedazzle them. Oh, I would. Girl, you know what I do? I would. I, yes, I would implant LED lights. Oh, and I'd be like, stand at the club. <laughs> That's what's up. That would be really cool. Keep getting cast in rave movies. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. And if you just spun around, that could be how you defeat your enemies, just mm-hmm. with like the dead weight of a tentacle. <laughs> yep. Flapping against them. Okay, great. Um, I heard the news, the big, huge news, that you, Yoda, Gollum. And Chewbacca are in a new sitcom coming to TBS. I heard it's a workplace comedy, but I was just hoping you could tell me a little bit more about it. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, you, Yoda, were in a workplace comedy? Yeah. 
You, uh, and you're the center. You're the star of it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm a quirky uh, secretary. Love it. Who has a crush on <gasps> um, Chewbacca, oh, who no. is a uh, a whiskey swilling ex-con. <laughs> 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 who has to uh, resort to interstellar investigations on a oh. small uh, planetary uh, port. Um, sounds just like Seinfeld. Sometimes. Yeah, it sounds just <laughs> like it. <laughs> so I have a crush done. on him. He doesn't want to be with me. Uh, but Yet. he will. Oh, yes. yes. It's like moonlighting in that Yeah. Place. Season four. And Yoda's my husband. Uh, oh, so you harlot. I'm a harlot. Let oh, you come home from the God. office. What does Gollum do? <laughs> do, do, do <laughs> Wookie hair on your mouth? What? <laughs> Cheating you are. <laughs> Lonely I am. I can't do it. I tried. You tried. <laughs> Thanks. Pass L.A. Noir I did this afternoon. And he was not good. <laughs> it still angers me. It still angers it's me. okay. <laughs> that, no wonder people in Ma- are complaining about Mass Effect. If they feel as strongly as I do about Eleanor, ending, I hope it. I hope not. I hope not too. Mm-hmm. For you, yeah. For everyone, you passed all my questions. You yeah. did a great job. Oh, good, good. I got good an job. A. Yeah, you did. A plus. Like, yeah. Hey, wow. Woo, okay. Hands are great. I'm relieved. Yeah, I know. It's pretty stressful. You did a great job on this podcast. That's a very you made it. You made it tone. through it. Yeah, no big deal. Um, all right. So well, people thanks. should check out Geek and Sundry. Yes, yep. please subscribe. Uh, <laughs> subscribe on the YouTube. Mm-hmm. Go to geekandsundry.com. Uh, you can follow Felicia on Twitter, right? Yep, Felicia I'm there. Day. I'm there constantly. Yep. <laughs> follow uh, her in real life? No. No. That's not nice. Well, follow her on the on the tweeter. The tweeter yeah. and the computer. I amuse. And I'm so excited about Geek and Sundry and getting involved with that community. Oh, it's thank be you. Awesome. Yeah, we're going to have a nice website with a chat, like IRC chat rooms embedded in and stuff. So hopefully that'll be up the, this week before launch. Perfect. Right. Yep. Cool. Well, thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for doing it, You girl. can follow uh, the podcast on Twitter at PMC Podcast. I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Rackle. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com. And follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye.